Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm excited to bring you interviews with empowered entrepreneurs who build their businesses on gratitude, self-love, and kindness. Hey everyone, it's Julie Boye here with another episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. And I'm doing something a little bit different today. So recently I wrote a blog post and the title of the blog post is called Jealousy is Killing My Business. The blog post was gonna be about a whole bunch of things that I'm struggling with around jealousy, but it ended up being a blog post about how I had this aha moment last week where I was driving with my husband and I suddenly realized that I was jealous of him and his success as a brand new um, streamer, which is what gamers do. They play their video games and people watch them and it, uh, it's a form of entertainment. So I thought it'd be really fun to ask my husband, Dan, to join me today. So the two of us are sitting here in our shared office. And I wanted Dan to kind of explain a little bit about what the heck it is to be a gamer and a little bit about his journey. And then we'll talk about why I'm so darn jealous. So welcome, Daniel Lawrence. Thank you very much. I guess I'm going to start off that if everyone thinks a gamer is somebody that just sits down and plays a video game all the time, you may not be wrong with that assumption. (laughs) However, so my journey started where when I was very young, uh, I was born in the 80s and the, uh, the games of choice were from the Atari and the Coleco and that's where I started my, my first video games and my journey into the gaming industry. Uh, loved, the, uh, loved the games, always loved the challenges and always found that it made you think a different way. So it's, it was always a puzzle and you always wanted to win that puzzle and video games just it's always a puzzle, but you have, it's, they, they present it in a different way. Um, by having that passion my entire life, I actually became a software developer originally because I wanted to be a game developer because gaming was my passion. Um, when I went to college, uh, one of my mentors was one of my programming teachers and he co-owned a gaming company. And I, I you know, knowing he was that, I said, how do I get in the industry? I really need to get into this industry. I've always wanted to do this my entire life. Where do I start? And he looked at me and he says, well, you know, I'm a professor, right? I'm like, yes, but you a bit, you are in the industry. Like I want in. He's like, well, there's a reason why I'm a professor. And he said, I'm going to ask you two questions. He asked me, do you want to have a family? And do you want to have a successful marriage? I said yes to both of those questions. And he looked at me and said, Dan, do not go into gaming programming. And the reason why I'm not going to get into too much details, but basically his first home was his office and his second home was his home with his family. And that really didn't work well for his family. Thus him making the transition, selling his half of the company so that he could become a professor as well as a co-owner of a business software programming uh, side of things. So he suggested to me to go down the same path that he did and stick with the business side. Um, So I took, you know, as a mentor, I actually took his information and I said, you know what, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to keep gaming as a passion and, uh, and went down the business route. However, that did not stop me from playing video games. 
Well, and I think it's important for this part of the story to be included too, which I did not talk about on my blog. So this was when you were in college, we hadn't met yet. And years later, I, um, you know, I actually have a failed marriage. I'm divorced. Uh, thankfully, there's no children from that marriage. So it makes it a lot easier to move forward. And when Dan came into my life, where I had been in my life is I had been writing out, I was really clear on what I wanted in a partner because I had a bunch of relationships that did not work out. And I wanted to be really, really specific about what I was looking for in a partner. So I wrote things down like he has to be between five foot 10 and six foot two with dark hair and blue eyes. And Dan, how tall are you? I am six two. And you have gorgeous dark hair and beautiful blue eyes. So I was pretty exact on those. I insisted my partner was bilingual. So we are French speaking as well. And that was really important to me. I wanted to raise a child in a French speaking home. And I also was really clear. I said, I wrote, I want someone who likes to play games. Now I wanted someone who played like card games and I like to play video games, but little did I know that the man that I was going to marry was actually a gamer. So when we first met and got together, you were playing a very popular game that a lot of people play. Uh, can you tell us what that was when we first met? Correct. The yeah. video game that I played was called World of Warcraft. This video game was released in November 2004. And when we first met, I was still playing this game. And in the end, actually my whole entire, and I'm going to call it a career because in the end it was a career. Mm -hmm. um, I always, when I was playing the game and I was single, I was telling people I have two full-time jobs. I have my day job. And when I go home, I play World of Warcraft. And both of them, I bet you were 40 hours a week in total. So yeah. um, once, uh, and then, you know, I played for 13 years on that game. So a career, you know, a lot of people do have careers that are 13 years or even less. So that's why I call it a career. However, um, that required me to spend a lot of time. But one of my, and, and I tell people still to this day, one of my biggest accomplishments in those 13 years was uh, my, we call it a raid or our alliance. It's a group of people getting together to, to finish a common goal. Uh, in one boss fight, we were number 16 in the entire world. And I still tell, say that today because you know what? It's still an accomplishment and I, and I feel accomplished to be able to be a part of that and do that. Well, and this is so funny. I love watching you when you share your gaming accomplishments because first of all, I had to learn a whole new language. So I do like video games. When we first started uh, dating, we played uh, video games together. Um, we used the PlayStation. Our wedding gift to each other was the PlayStation 3, yep. right? That was what we decided to buy each other. We had rock band. And we used to rock out. We even played this game called Borderlands, which is kind of the subject of this whole, but you and I played that together and we, we did enjoy that it was like one of the ways that we spent time together. And something that I always sort of thought about was what you had told me, how you became a business programmer was the fact that you'd given up your dream of being a gaming programmer. And that bothered me because in my profession, what I do, you know, I'm a network marketing professional. I have a business based around gratitude. I really help people to live their absolute best life and live their dreams. And I was like, I'm married to a person who always wanted to be a video game developer, but didn't ever get a chance to live that dream. And, you know, maybe I can be a part of helping you to get there. Now things changed. Obviously when we uh, had our child, we have a daughter who is now nine. 
Uh, big thing that changed between us is we didn't really game as much together anymore because of the responsibilities of a child. And you kept gaming. You were still, I think you were still doing World of Warcraft off and on. At the time, yes. Yeah. But then, then this idea came into your head. This whole thing called Twitch TV was introduced. Uh, can you explain exactly what Twitch TV is for those who don't know what that is? Sure. I'm sure a lot of you know YouTube well, yeah. out there, of yeah. course. Uh, Twitch TV is uh, another platform where a gamer like me, I can be at my computer and playing my video game, but I can be po like doing a live stream or a live broadcast of what I'm currently doing in the video game. And I also have a camera that's actually posted, that's positioned on me too, so that my viewers can come and see me and chat with me. But I chat with them through the microphone and, and they see me play. But the way that they communicate with me is in a chat room. So it's kind of like, you know, like the olden days when everyone go to the chat rooms and they would just mm -hmm. chat with text each other. Yeah. Well, that's how everyone communicates with me when I'm streaming. So I've seen many streamers and, and this is not a new thing, just so you guys know, like there's Twitch TV now, YouTube has a streaming yeah. um, platform and Facebook now also has a streaming platform when it comes to gaming. So, you know, there's, there's three big platforms that you can stream video games on, but I've always watched Twitch streamers. And the cool thing that really drove me towards Twitch um, was a lot of the professional game players. They, they stream how they play. And I always watched games that I was playing because I was going to see if I can pick up new tips, new tricks, or any new little things that I can improve my gameplay to help where I'm at or help other people in, uh, in the community. Now, to be clear, like I don't watch Twitch TV. I didn't really understand it actually for a really long time. I was like, why are you just watching other people game? I get the point of like learning stuff, but I really didn't understand it. And my husband is not alone. Twitch TV, I mean, it's, it's become very, very popular. And because of that, there are now actual revenue streams. But when you first, when you first explored streaming, the, the way to make revenue in Twitch was really different than it is today. So Correct. when you first started, what were you doing um, as a streamer? What was that? Because I remember we bought, we, well, we had to get him all new equipment. That was the first thing. We had to upgrade his gear because your gear wasn't going to be, was your video card wasn't effective enough or something? Just the know. computer itself wasn't strong enough. Let's, we'll, we'll, we won't get into okay. specifics. So Dan, you know, he ordered all the pieces. He was so excited. He put his computer together and then he started streaming. And you first, at that time, you started streaming World of Warcraft. Correct. Um, why uh, World of Warcraft at that time? What was it that you were, that you wanted to share with people? Well, World of Warcraft has always been a game that a lot of people enjoy streaming because this game, A, never has an end, and B, you're seeing, there's this thing called raids. And, and I guess the, the, the easiest way to explain what a raid is, is you spend actually many hours mm -hmm. with a bunch of people yeah. in this, let's just imagine like this big cave that has a whole bunch of monsters, and <laughs> some of them are normal monsters, and some of them are these big bosses. Yeah. So we're all here as a group working together to go, you know, defeat every monster in this cave. So it would easily, I would easily spend three to four hours with my guild, and they were called guilds in that game. And we we started with a group of forty, but then they brought it down to twenty-five. So when I was playing, when I when Julie met me, there were raids of twenty-five yeah. people. Yeah. So Twitch to me at that time was I was watching other people and their guilds doing the same dungeon that we were doing to see what maybe we're doing incorrectly or if our strategy was working or if it was wrong and make, maybe make tweaks on that or 
the, the, I call it the class that you're playing. So I played as a healer. So my goal was always to make sure people were stayed alive. And I would always go look at the high end healers and see what they were doing differently than what I was doing. And I was once again, trying to incorporate and improve my game. Now, I remember when you first said that you wanted to stream though. So I was already kind of, I had a hard time with these raids. That was the hardest thing about, I think, World of Warcraft is like, you could not be disturbed for hours. And at that time, our daughter was still pretty young. And, you know, I just really, I just like, I, I hated the streaming, I have to say, and I hated the raids. And I really was. And it's like, it was really hard. I struggled with it a lot because this is your passion and something you love. And it really, I was like, why? And this was, when we fought, we were always fighting about gaming or raiding or streaming. Um, and it's so interesting because you then had a dream of becoming a streamer and making a career out of it. Correct. And then I became the let's shut down Dan's dreams. So what happened was, um, Dan streamed for a little bit, but then we had a dream to move our, our family across Canada and that came true. So we moved from Ontario all the way to British Columbia. And as soon as we moved, uh, Dan basically stopped reading. Didn't have a, you didn't really have your setup anymore. The time zone, the time zones weren't right anymore. And you stopped and we basically shut down your dream. And I remember like, we would have so many conversations about, you know, you're like, Oh, you know, I could be a streamer. I'm like, yeah, but then I'll never see you because then your your people like expect you to be there at certain times and you can't ever go on holidays. And I realized, you know, that I was shutting down your dream, but you're pretty persistent. <laughs> I, I am very persistent, persistent, but I'm also going to state to, uh, for everybody who's listening to this podcast, um, when our daughter came into the world, I made one promise yes. that my family was always going to come first. The moment that a game would come, you know, would cause friction between my family, that game would disappear before yeah. I would do, you know, I would t go away from my family. And I agree. You, you were always a family first kind of person. One thing, one of the reasons I love Dan so much is he's so incredibly loyal to his family first. And even though he loves to game and it really is his passion, I mean, yeah, if we fought about stuff, then he'd, you know, he'd shut it down or put it on pause or, but I, you know, I look back now and I realize how unfair it was. You've always supported me and my passions and my dreams and my travel and the stuff that I want to do. And I, because I didn't like what your passion was, I was frustrated about your passion. I didn't have the same kind of, you've always given me unconditional support in everything I've tried. I've tried a lot of different things. I've, you know, pivoted in my business in so many ways and you've always been there for me. So now this conversation of streaming started back up a few weeks ago. So now you're playing a new game. I'm playing a new, new game. It's called Borderlands 3. So Julie mentioned that we played Borderlands together when we first bought our PlayStation 3. And they've got a couple iterations. Now we're on Borderlands 3. And I started playing that. Um, I love the way that the game works. I love the art style. Um, it's, it's, I've, it's always appealed to me to play that game. And, and I can play it for hours because the genre... Just so I can let you guys know, we call them, we call this game a looter shooter. So it's a first person shooting game. So I'm sure everybody knows, you know, when you see a guy walking around and there's a gun pointing in front of you and you're going to shoot things, that's a shooter. So, but the looter shooter is essentially like a role playing game version of it. So you have levels, you have gear and you have, and you obviously you have guns and you're going to shoot stuff. But the goal of the game, once you hit the end game is to try and get the best gear possible for your characters. And we call that, and to get, to get to that point, we call the act of farming. 
Right. And the act of farming is basically what I love to do in the game. But I also, when I'm also really into a game, I actually go to the streamers who are also streaming that yeah. game because that's relevant to me. And I, once again, I want to see what they're doing that I'm not doing, or maybe they're running a build that maybe I never thought about that I can do, and it's going to make my game that much easier, and I can, be, I can become more efficient. So I'm watching probably about six or seven, like today, if you want to think of today, I'm probably looking at about six or seven different streamers and seeing what they do. And I'm actually being very active in their mm -hmm. communities. Uh, when I was in World of Warcraft, I was just mainly watching people. I didn't really involve myself in the chat. You were lurking. I was lurking. <laughs> kind of like Facebook. Yeah. If anybody knows about me and Facebook, I'm not really that active on Facebook, but I, I do look at Facebook. Yeah, you're looking at Facebook. You're, you're a yeah, classic Facebook stalker. You just like look at everybody's stuff, but you never comment. So when Dan comments, though, you have to take it to heart because he oh. really must mean it. If you put a post on Facebook and I comment, yeah. you better go buy a lottery ticket that day because yeah. you're probably going to win. <laughs> so you're watching everybody's stream. You're playing this game. And then... I think there was kind of a conversation, like you mentioned, oh, I used to stream and, and people were, you know, you were creating friendships and connections and I'll get back to that. But I kind of want to get to the part where you're like, you kept asking me, he's like, I think I'm going to fire up my stream again. I think I'm going to fire up my stream again. And I was like, I don't want you to stream. I hate streaming. And you were like, I'm going to fire up my stream. I'm going to fire up my stream. So guess who won on that one? I won. Yes, you did. And you fired up your stream. It's been, I don't know, two weeks maybe? It's been about a week, we'll, we'll say a week and a half. Yeah, so we're having this conversation and it's a week and a half in. So the first week that you started, uh, tell, tell me a little bit about that process because when you first start, so actually just to back up a sec. So when Dan first streamed a couple years ago, the ways to make revenue streaming were not, was not nearly as, as simple as it is now. Like there, cool. are more, there are easier ways for your community to support you. Right today, yes. Yeah, today than two years ago, which right. I wasn't really aware of. I was like, oh my God, he's going to make like $2 a month. Like this is so embarrassing, you know? So I'm thinking this is what's going to happen. So the, what, so the first week you had to, you earned something. So tell us what that was. Okay, so Twitch themselves, they have different levels when it comes to streamers. So anybody can go to Twitch, create an account and stream. You are limited. And the limitation is nobody can subscribe to your channel um, and, and there's no actual revenue generating ways when you start up a stream. Yeah. So you, the first step is you become an affiliate and an affiliate requires you to stream for eight hours in total on seven different days. Uh, you need to have 30 or no, sorry, 50 followers. So people can follow your channel. And what that also means is kind of like YouTube. You don't, you know, when you subscribe to a channel, when they have new videos, you get pop-ups saying, Hey, such and such has a new video. So when I stream, all my followers get a message if they're on Twitch and say, by the way, I'm just going to tell you what my name is online. Yeah. My name online is psychotic underscore wolf. So all those people get to see a message pop up on the screens and goes psychotic wolf is now live. And then they can come see me. Um, so there's those three. And I'm trying to remember, oh, you needed an average viewer of three people. So once you've accomplished those steps, you become an affiliate. And once you become an affiliate, you can actually start generating revenue through your channel. Yeah. Now, there's multiple ways to, to generate revenue. There's A, you, there's subscriptions, and there's three level of subscription, subscriptions. There's a tier one, a tier two, and tier three. 
Uh, the tier one is $5. The tier two, I believe is $10 and the tier three is $20 a month, a month. Yeah. So you're subscribed. So I'm just going to, sure. for the rest of us that don't really understand what this means, <laughs> I'm going to walk you through it. So a sub or a subscription. So somebody who's watching Dan, uh, can subscribe to his channel for a month and it's every month they can renew, right? Like they choose whether they want to or not. And so for $5 us, 10 or 20, I believe. Yes. So that's, I mean, and that's, and and why are like why are they paying money? Like uh, that's the whole thing. Is like why do people pay this money to watch you? you no, know, right? that that is a very great question. And I even asked one of my subscribers mm -hmm. that exact same question. I said, "What drove you to my channel and decided to subscribe to my channel?" And I, I prefaced, of course, to I really appreciate the support. <laughs> yeah, that's very generous of everybody that comes to my channel. And the answer that I got was you're entertaining us. Mm. Everything in this world that involves entertainment, we pay for. So if you think of yeah. your television, you're thinking of Netflix, you're thinking of Disney Plus nowadays, sure. you're going to a movie at the theater, you're going to a concert, this uh, all costs and money we, and it's entertainment. We're paying for YouTube too, because we want it ad free. So we're also paying for YouTube and, and those, the people that you know we watch on YouTube get a little bit of our subscription every month too. So we're subbing, yeah. not to the person, but to the YouTube. Yeah, you're right, we you're are paying. So they just, they just simply said to me, they're like, you're entertaining yeah. us. You're, you're a really great guy. You're a cool dude to hang out with and we love your channel. So to us paying $5 a month to support you and your channel so that you can keep coming back and keep yeah. entertaining us is nothing. So, and this is where the story comes back to the title of jealousy is killing my business. So what happened was like the first day, I think you went live as an affiliate and then like the next, like people were doing what's called a raid on his channel. I think someone raided your channel, brought a bunch of viewers, that's bringing a bunch of viewers over. So it has nothing to do with the raids of World of Warcraft, Correct. but a raid of <laughs> uh, people brought viewers to his channel and someone gifted some subscriptions. And so the next morning he's like all excited. He's like, all these people watched me and I, they made some money and I was like, that's great, honey. And I'm like, you know, thinking to myself, okay, whatever. Like first day, you know, everything, everyone's excited, but you know, this isn't going to last. But then the next day, again, you back online for four hours and I'm, I'm mad about you streaming. I'm really frustrated and angry that you're streaming and annoyed with you. And I can hear you talking and you know, you can't sneak out, but actually I will say this, he does sneak out uh, when our daughter is ready for bed. She opens the door and looks at him and he, he says, I'll be right back. It's uh, tuck in time for my little one. So he pauses his little, his game and goes and texts in our daughter, which is super important, right? So he doesn't not do that because he's streaming. And then he starts telling me that every morning he'll give me the update about how much money he's made, like, and like in a, in a voice of gratitude. That's right. Right. You're not, I think you said like when, it, when someone asked you like, you know, what kind of, do you have a sub goal or money goal with this? And what was your answer yeah, to that? Somebody asked me, they're like, do you have any monetary goals to your channel? And, and I simply answered him back. I said, I don't, I have no, I have zero expectations. Yeah. And the reason why I have zero expectations is I'm doing this for fun. This is my way of giving back to the Borderlands community because I've gotten so much information from that community, from other streamers that I've spoken to. I've spoken to people in their chat and they've helped me out and I've helped them out. To me, it's giving back and I don't expect anything. 
And I think that's where you and I are sometimes different is like, I'm like, I'm putting out all this content, I'm doing all this stuff for business and I'm like expecting the sales, right? And I think that's where you and I are so different. You're like, you're literally doing this out of joy and gratitude and you genuinely, when you talk about your streaming, you light up, your whole face lights up, your body language changes, you're like super excited to show people. And I love that. And so we were in the car and Jen's like, you seem really quiet. Like what is bothering you? You, you were off that. Yeah. You know, me well. Yeah. Know my energy was off. And I was like, I think I'm jealous. Like, I think I'm jealous that you just started this thing. And all of a sudden you've got like people subscribing and, and you've got all these followers and people are watching you every night and they're coming back and they love what you're doing and you're getting all this positive support. And you made more money today than I made in my business that I've had for three years, like just on that one day. But it was like, I can't believe in like a, a week, you know, you're having so much success and you're having so much fun. And I'm grinding my butt over here, like working on my business. And there are a lot of days where I just don't feel like I have any success at all. And I was, I was sad. I was like, why do I have to be why on earth does, do I have to be jealous of my husband? But that's what it was. It's not that I hate the streaming. It's that I was jealous of the community and the love that you're getting. And it wasn't Dan firing up a stream and in a week had this. You've been a gamer since you were a kid. Since I can remember. Yeah. So he's got a lot more than 10,000 hours of experience. You're also an excellent gamer. Yep. Yeah. You are. This is a skill you have. It is a skill you've developed. You also like you said, you've been a part of the community. And I think that's so important is like, you know, we talk about um, you have to dig your well before you're thirsty, right? So instead of Dan firing up a stream and not having created any connections in this borderland community, you created a connection in a community and the people started asking you, well, Wolf, when are you going to stream? So Correct. even though I was jealous that you, and I was, I was like, this is crazy. So much success. But it really, it, it made me aware that, you know, jealousy is something I've struggled with my whole life since I was a really little kid, as long as you've been gaming. And it was a good lesson for me to like, look at my husband and just realize like, he's doing something he loves and he's getting financial rewards for it. And I'd be doing it anyway. You'd be doing it anyway. I'd so, be gaming. I, I would. And you were gaming anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I'm grateful for Twitch TV for offering you different ways to now create revenue. We talked about the subs and there's something called bits. Yep. So I can do a quick explanation. So sure. uh, people can purchase these bits from Twitch. And, and one bit equals one penny. And once there's ways to generate people, if they can watch ads or something like that, they can gain bits for so many, you know, but based on how much they watch, but they can donate. It's essentially a donation to the streamer those bits just to say, Hey, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Yeah. And why I'm so glad that I, that you pointed out that I was off, that I was being quiet. And I'm so glad that you did because it made me face my feelings. And there was a, there's a bunch of stuff that I was, that feelings of jealousy are coming up around other things in my business. I'm not going to get into that today, but it just made me realize that all these feelings of jealousy that come up, which I thought I had under control, which I thought I didn't feel like that anymore came up. And it really reminded me that every time I'm jealous, every time I can't be happy for someone else's success, all it does, it does not hurt them. It hurts me, hurts my business, hurts my energy, hurts my gratitude vibe because I'm 
vibrating at jealousy, which is like a terrible vibe. And it takes me away from the gratitude vibe. So, you know, I turn it around and I just, there's, like I said, when you see Dan and his stream, when you, if you just go visit his stream, just to watch how he interacts with his community, how excited he is, um, the skills he had to learn. So, cause you're doing like, how many things are you doing at the same time when you're doing a stream? I can essentially be doing four to five things at a time. <laughs> so like, A, I'm playing the game. B, I need to make, you know, keep reading my chat. So I'm in, being involved with my community yeah. because right now there are some streamers that you might go look at that they're playing their game and they're not looking at their chat. So in the end, I can be saying hi in their chat and they don't answer me. So as a viewer, you put yourself in the viewer seat and you're like, I'm just trying to communicate with this person and they're not acknowledging me. Well, and you're live. Like, let's be clear. This is a live stream. So if people are interacting live, they, ex they do expect a response, right? Agreed. So you're playing, you're chatting, uh, you're have, reading your chat, you're I'm, talking. I have music going. Right, you have music going. Um, I have an application that, so if I'm not playing the game, I have different slides. So if I'm talking with my chat, I actually switched to a slide. So I'm just going to also let you guys know my channel being a psychotic wolf. I call my, my group and my community, the wolf pack. Of course. So I have a little slide. So when I'm talking with my wolf pack, I swap it over and the background becomes this big foresty area. And you see a picture of me to the left and you see my chat on the right. So everyone can see their messages come through. So I'm managing, you know, all my slides. I'm managing the yeah. music that's playing. I'm managing the chat and making sure everyone's there. I'm answering all the questions that people ask me. And I'm playing the game at the same time. Which is a skill. And that's, I think, what also drives people to keep coming back to watch you is you are entertaining. You're so happy. I mean, I, one of the things I'm super grateful for is more people get to know my husband and what a great guy he is and what he's so full of joy. You know, he has a big, he's a hat that says bear hug that my sister gave him because he just hugs everybody when he first meets them. He's just that kind of guy. And I you know, as we wrap this up and, and I know this is the beginning of your journey streaming and we don't know where it's going to go and we have no expectation, but we're excited. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm going to do this without getting too emotional, but I'm grateful that, you know, your dream was shut down all those years ago to be a video game developer and you're a great business developer. You have a great job and your people at your work really respect you and you're, you're really valuable for that community but you found a way to do what you love, which is play video games. And you found a way to help your community and to support others. And I know even people have been private messaging you that they're going through maybe difficult times and just watching you provides them with, you know, something fun and someone happy to follow. So I'm proud of you. I'm grateful for you. And yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. So I don't know if you want to add anything else before we wrap up. Well, just uh, to give you a, a quick little example of, of what my community is going through, I had a gentleman privately message me and he was saying, you know, he works for the army and he's separated from his wife and child. And, and that's difficult. Like and physically it, separated, like, like physically but not, separated. they're not separated. They're not separated. They're physically separated <laughs> yeah. because he's, you know, he's, uh, he's in a location, he's in a location not where his yeah. family is. And he comes to my stream. He, he said, I come to your stream because A, you're entertaining and B, you help me cope with being separated from my family yeah. and 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 as a streamer and i'm going to be quite honest i just sit there and i'm playing a video game and i'm communicating with people yeah. and it is honestly and i tell them all the time and every day that it is on to me it's an honor 
to be able to entertain them, to get their minds off of say they had a good day or they had a bad day. Or if I make they had a good day, I make their day even greater. It is an honor to do that to as many people as I can through a platform. Yeah, and it, I'm happy that you're doing it. And once we get the soundproofing in, the whole family will be happy. <laughs> but uh, that, so that's it for today. I will make sure that your link for your channel, if people want to see what this Twitch TV is about, or maybe some of the gamer community are listening and they want to learn more about what uh, Psychotic Wolf is doing. Now you all know his real name <laughs> and you know his wife's name, but uh, we are... I love, you know what, I'm going to leave it with this. We were sitting at lunch today and you just told me how, how you're sharing your gratitude with your community. And I don't see you sharing a lot of expressions of gratitude, like out outside of yourself and your family. And to hear you talk about gratitude for your community and to be sharing your gratitude with others as someone who practices gratitude every day, our child practices gratitude so much as we try so hard to live in this grateful way to see you now sharing gratitude from your heart with a community of people, uh, that makes me so, so proud. So I love you, you're the best. I love you too, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted. Really you had to move your chair right at the beginning. Really? Could you not move your chair right at the beginning? You have audio. You can adjust this. No, it's a pain. Right. Okay. Is it recording right now? Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> I'll just remove all this at the beginning. Okay.